Oh, yeah, I have countdown PTSD from just a really sad New Year's. Stop <laughs> pretending like you watch the clock countdown. You know you were <laughs> just watching college football and there was surprise when it was New Year. It was it was a bummer. It was a I little was bummer. Out, baby. I missed it. <laughs> Veteran savvy. <laughs> Bill, welcome to 2023. How did you find your way? Uh took many wrong turns along the way tried to tiptoe past the sleeping dominique foxworth but woke him up apparently uh but here we are in 2023 all together again and by the way if you're looking for the serious part of the show where we talk about demar hamlin dominique and i did that that is a separate thing go find it now we are here now we're talking about football all right give me a question (laughs) alabaster so do you believe in the Packers and Bucks again? There it is. Oh, it feels good. It felt more. It felt better than I thought it would. Honestly, yeah. it felt better than yeah. I thought it would. Um, yes, and yes, that's my just like, yep, totally do, totally do. I'm I would a smart answer, but I, I absolutely do. Maybe in no, uh, in that order. Um, the Packers secondary and their defense played really well, and they played well against Tua. If we're going to say that those three interceptions weren't a result of a brain injury, mm. if those were great defense, then it's different. Oh, right. But mm. they're, they, I have to take them more seriously because they are good on offense without Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has also, sh- without Aaron Rodgers playing really well, mm-hmm. and he's shown the ability to do the Aaron Rodgers things also. And the big question for them, to me, at least for me, was will their defense ever live up to the talent, the names that they have on that side of the ball? They did against Minnesota, and if they can do that regularly and run the ball and have Aaron Rodgers in the back pocket in an NFC that's weak, yes, I respect them. The Bucks, so, nah, they stink. So, so many ends at the end of that sentence that had sorry, to come together for Dominique to even conjunction, conjunction. What's your function? It's a, it's a, it's a parlay. It's a parlay of takes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a four-leg parlay uh, that ends with Dominique uh, maybe quasi-believing in the Packers, which may tell you that we shouldn't be believing yeah. in the Packers. I guess this all depends on how much of a... How much belief you're asking me to have in the Packers? Are they the 2019 to 2021 Packers again? Absolutely not. And there's no reason to think that based on this four-game stretch where they've beaten the Bears. We'll start with the Bears, who are actively trying to lose. The Rams, who are down to backups and third stringers. They they beat the Dolphins in a game where Dominique left out an important part of the conversation about their defense, where they got torched. By two interceptions before he suffered a brain injury and then through three interceptions. It wasn't like we have a baseline where they were pretty good against two to start that game. And then they played the Vikings, where we have a weekly segment on this show where we're talking about how little we <laughs> believe right. I in the Miami about our weekly segment. Dolphins. Or sorry, oh, no, in, the, in the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Vikings. Excuse me. Oh, so well, both at this point. Yeah. That is four games where you have maybe a half of football against a quarterback who was concussed to be basing anything on. But the issue as Maggie, the dog suddenly decides to drink water in the background. As I talk for the first time on this show, the difference is that they don't have to be the 2019 
to 21 Packers to actually get concerned about them in the postseason. And the evidence we have of that is the greatest version of the Aaron Rodgers Packers, the 2011 Packers, that went 15-1 and and lost to a Giants team that was kind of garbage for most of the Mm. season before figuring things out in December and then went on to win the Super Bowl. So if they get in, stranger things have happened. But no, the underlying level of talent, the the defense, by the the way, that had 12 takeaways over the first 11 games of the year and then 12 over the last four games. Have they suddenly figured things out? No, not really. Um, I just noticed that as soon as you said Maggie the dog, Pablo perked up. And it was <laughs> he was just waiting for you to stop talking so he could make some sort of joke about. But am I like Maggie, just too thirsty for the return of Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> there it is. I, as, soon I had as, you, up, as soon as you gave buried, him something, I saw he just revealed. got he perked up. So part of the reason why I say yes is because the rest of the NFC. There are so many huge question marks. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the injuries that have hit the Eagles have turned them from a juggernaut into definitely very uh, beatable. And yes. the Cowboys' defense has been very bad, frankly, <laughs> like uh, recently. And the 49ers have a third-string quarterback who mm-hmm. is playing better than we expected. He, We got a big answer to that question, but we'll talk about him later. So, yes. I don't know. I feel like we should give the Bucks a little bit of time, but like I don't believe in them. They are so poorly coached, which is so disappointing mm-hmm. and so bad at running the ball. Tom Brady somehow still can throw the heck out of the football, but so that that part that defense. part that part was my takeaway. It was just mm-hmm. like, "Oh, Oh, Tom Brady, like uh, he, he's back. Like, mm-hmm. wh- why isn't he back, Bill? Why isn't he back based on what I saw? Because they play 60 minutes of football. And for most weeks, he's basically garbage for the first 55 minutes of the game. I mean, I would, lo- <laughs> I would, I would love to tell you that he is back. I think that the backness that he was last week was really a product of a Panthers team that, number one, wasn't very good to start the season, and number two was down both of their starting cornerbacks, which is an important position in the game of football. So when you have Mike Evans running against backup cornerbacks, suddenly Tom Brady is going to look like 2016 Tom Brady all over again. Again, this team has gone 3-3 three and three since their bye. And those wins have come over the Panthers, who fired their coach. They've come over the... Cardinals, who are about to fire their coach, most likely, and the Saints, who might be firing their coach if things go right this offseason for them. I don't have any reason to believe that they're going to be significantly better when the competition improves as we hit the postseason. You remember Josh Norman? I do. Yes, I do. He he was a great. He was a he was a guest on Highly Questionable one time. He was fun. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a great cornerback, too, when he was a guest <laughs> on Highly Questionable. <laughs> that man was getting snaps. He was a barista in a restaurant, okay. a coffee shop that he owned. Yes, and- that is the important distinction to make here, because there's a big difference between a barista and a barista in a coffee shop you own. Enormous difference between those two things. Nope, no difference. I don't agree. Self-employed I don't baristas. Agree. Self-employed no. baristas stand up. 
<laughs> no difference. Freelance, the man had freelance the, barista. No, no difference. No difference for the point that I'm trying to make. <laughs> I mean, okay, yes. Yeah, I guess the point you're making is he didn't waste all his money. Okay, good job. Yes. My point is the man had on an apron and was pressing uh <laughs> Caffeine he went, beans. He went from pressing ago. cafe beans to pressing wide receivers, Dominique Foxworth. Whoa, 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 whoa. Attempting to press wide receivers, <laughs> Mr. Bill Barnwell. You can say that, not me. Dumb, dumb beans don't move. His customers like no. their coffee alfresco. Just like, no, leave the beans as is. I like them hard. Oh, gosh. No All quick right. twitch beans at the Josh Norman barista, uh, Josh Norman coffee shop. Oh, what's the name Is of this that... coffee shop? Do we know? Mm. What should the name be? Like, I feel like this is a job for Pablo. By the end of the show, I need a mm -hmm. name from you, Pablo, for the, mm -hmm. the name of his coffee shop. Alabaster, mm -hmm. what you got for us? It's it. Do you want to actually know the name or not? Absolutely Should I let Pablo not. workshop it, one first? No, 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 let Pablo workshop it. This mm -hmm. is, I mean, this is what you are built for. And I gave you to mm -hmm. it until the end of the show. Like you mm -hmm. normally do stuff like this. This no, is a I'm gonna, Pablo I'm gonna help, pass. I'm going to help you Josh normally, Norman by Pablo, the time. Pablo Torrey would normally say, <laughs> you you know what it's called? And not have an answer in his head yet. And when he said, he, you know what it's called. So you got plenty of time. Mm -hmm. I know you. I know how that brain works. That that doorless mansion of a brain you have. <laughs> Where Josh Norman is now standing behind a counter. Swinging uh, <laughs> beans. All right. Um, 49ers. Right. Yeah, let's move on to, you know, another late pick who could go on an epic Super Bowl run potentially. That's Brock Purdy in the Niners. Oh, Have you seen enough dirty Brock Purdy. Purdy to believe in to believe the 49ers can win a Super Bowl with him? Again, yes. I mean, <laughs> I've I've had this take. I've been had this take for a while. And now he's won four in a row. I mean, he came back from down against the again. We're, are we going to do the thing all show where Bill gives sort of like a cutting capsule summary of why all of the opponents of the people we're evaluating are bad? I, so I, I feel like we're about to do that. That's all I've prepared. So I hope <laughs> so, there's no Pablo, Don't you dare. Don't you dare eight mile, my man, Bill Barnwell. <laughs> what are you doing? This is what he does. Man. So he, he, he waits for you to say something. And he makes a face that obviously means that you're dumb. I just heard, I heard, I heard he gives you all the reasons why a smart person would not say that. Stop. Don't you eight mile this man. I made it one syllable into Ray and was like, oh, Bill's got something. <laughs> so let's, next time, you know, just say all the things you're going to say and then let them come uh, over you. the top. Thank clear, you. Clear out, Pablo. Yeah. Two let touchdowns, Bill. 284, two touchdowns, a big W in your face. He's He's good. And they can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy in the lineup. I was going to let Dominique crawl all over Pablo because frankly, it's more funny that way. But I, but I kind <laughs> I don't of like what's happening here. I, I kind of agree. And I think the thing is, we saw what they could do with Jimmy Garoppolo. They made it within That's the one. a drive or two of winning the Super Bowl and almost got there. And I don't think it's any different with Brock Purdy at quarterback than it's been with Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen that over these last four games in terms of how he's played. But, and this is the important part, things have generally been advantageous. He's played from ahead 
or he's played bad defenses. Last week, he was behind for a chunk of that game, but the Raiders' defense six. Uh, as anyone can tell you who's had to watch the Raiders all season, that is exactly the PU face from Dominique Boxworth is exactly how I feel about this Raiders defense. So can the Niners stay ahead and win close games with their defense like they did against the Packers last year with Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback? If they can do that, then yes, absolutely they can win a Super Bowl. But it's usually pretty hard to have both those things go right, where you play bad teams or bad defenses and you stay ahead the entire game. So can Brock Purdy pull that off? I think we're still waiting to see. Um, when we switched from Garoppolo to Purdy, or I guess when Garoppolo got hurt, mm-hmm. um, I remember saying that your expectations should not change for this mm-hmm. team. You're because right. Purdy came in and played well for most of that game. Maybe you now have a guy in Brock Purdy that his floor is Jimmy Garoppolo, but we don't know his ceiling. We saw him, excuse me, we, yeah, I get choked up. We saw him. <laughs> it's emotional. He's a seventh, he's a seventh round pick, guys. Mr. Irrelevant. Like, it's an amazing story. I'm, I'm writing a screenplay. And just I, imagining I, I just wait, the, the, wait, the handsome wait. floor paneling that is Jimmy wait, Garoppolo. Pablo, Pablo, what is the name of the Brock Purdy screenplay that Dominique is writing? Oh, you have, I like it. You have until the end of the show to come up with okay, that. I like it. I like okay. this idea because – hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I like this as a new thing we're doing because most of the time – Pablo introduced the subject, and then I'm required to fill in all the stuff. So now do not make imaging for this bit. Let's do not start, make let's imaging start for doing this Pablo. bit. A, a job for Pablo. I don't know. Another thing, Pablo, name this bit. This is your third thing. You need to find oh, a snappy name for this bit. Who do you view as the quarterback of the future for the 49ers, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Dead serious. I mean, let me, let me, this is, this is, like, don't you pass it to Bill? No, no, this is what this is. This is what lining up that pass. I know. I was. I, I was afraid. Uh, <laughs> it, it's what this postseason is riding on, isn't it? Like, if Brock Purdy gets them <laughs> to know, where answer the bleepity bleep question, it's I what think, this postseason is riding on. I think it's Brock Purdy. I think it's Brock mm-hmm. Purdy. Mm, Trey Lance stands who have been amazed by Trey Lance's one and a quarter starts or two and a quarter starts, three and a quarter starts in the National Football League, furious at Pablo for finally mm-hmm. answering a question. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to ask a different question to you, Dominique. Okay. Does Brock Purdy's success make you more impressed with Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan or less impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo because they kind of just found a guy in the seventh round who could do the same thing Jimmy Garoppolo did. Um, I am not less impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo in part because we've seen Kyle Shanahan do this with a number of other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's doing it again with mm-hmm. Brock Purdy does not make me think any less of Jimmy Garoppolo, um, which I guess just says that Maybe I didn't think as much of him as other people did. So mm-hmm. I I think the answer to the original question is, yes, they can get to the Super Bowl again because of the strength of the um, or the relative strength of the NFC. Can they mm-hmm. beat one of those AFC quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? That seems unlikely. But to be honest, it's really unfair and biased. What we do to the 49ers is like, this offensive bias, 
where every time we talk about them, we mm-hmm. talk about how impressive that offense is. But yeah. really, if they make this deep run, it's because their number one defense is dominating. That's I, how they're going to make a deep run. And that's how they made their run before their defense. That's how all their real big runs have been kind of punctuated or driven by how well their defense was playing. I mean, yes, they also just allowed 34 points to Jared Stidham and the Raiders, who were probably not trying to win. Like, I'm going to at least point out that they are coming off of a bad game. Doesn't mean they're going to be bad in the future. But the other thing that I took away from this game is that I feel like if Brock Purdy is going to make that run, Christian McCaffrey absolutely, positively, desperately needs to be on the field the entire time because even Debo Samuel as good as Debo is as good as Debo can be at his best I don't think anyone can play that role for the Niners and Brock Purdy is absolutely dependent on having that guy than Christian McCaffrey is right now in that role for the Niners he looks really good he is Christian McCaffrey looks good he's like super jacked and fast and not like that Mm -hmm. no 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 like that player not like that thanks Bill like as a player, it's I mean, just like, Google image them. Throw it I up. don't. I don't have Look that. Look at this. I I think we talk about average running backs as like not being that different from a good running back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we need another word for like great running backs, but there is obviously a difference. And when you have someone like him running the ball and catching the ball, and like a not just a difference that you can like see in the numbers, but a difference, an impact on how good your team can be. So. Mm-hmm. I, the running backs don't matter hive is wrong maybe you shouldn't well, pay the, running backs long term but well what's the what do we call what do we call this position right we call debo samuel the, did you not hear back. did you did you not hear you didn't did you oh, come you up with a catchy the, name hold on hold on you didn't hear the alarm did yeah. you not oh, hear the, no. the barnwell no. alarm? alarm yeah he said <laughs> running <laughs> defending <laughs> defending he was, running he was i, I I thought you were going to stop after the first, but you kept going. You, I kept, you ran that. through the. I did. First off, I, I was not a injured dog, so we don't have I'm to. Sorry. We don't have to frame I'm it sorry. like that. I'm sorry. It that was a, a mistake. My voice it, cracked. I'm hitting it, it was a manly. It was a manly. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, That's what I heard. Really, I was, it felt like a whale. Mm-hmm. I was it like, was oh really, my gosh, it's like Tim Man Taylor. Thank yeah. you. What my point <laughs> is just that. Yeah, it was a it was a DMX growl. Get at me, dog. <laughs> What's the name of the guy on the other side of the Wilson? fence? There he is. I'm sorry, we're way off a of track. I was, I'm I was sorry. ahead of you on the Wilson bit. Tell, I know. Anyway. Tell me why. Tell me why I'm wrong. Audience, you are wrong because look at the Carolina Panthers who traded Christian McCaffrey away and who are making hay with a bunch of guys off the street: Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Raheem Blackshear. Uh, I think is there right? Like guys, they were incredible running the football without Christian McCaffrey this year. They've been better on offense since they traded him. And so, yes, I think Christian McCaffrey is a special back, but the Panthers seem to be just fine without him too, and that has to account for something. Um, A, why would you make hay? Nobody wants that <laughs> B. My, my, my literal name is Barnwell. Like, <laughs> like you got to give me a little bit to work yeah, with Yeah, I apologize. Uh... B, I think we addressed this on an <laughs> earlier version of Debatable, is that we determined that these elite running backs are only of value on good teams. Okay. Sure. Like Sorry, Dominique. That was actually that was on our podcast. Oh, that was on the <laughs> Dominique Fonso show. Yeah, the yes, one we, we didn't have. We oh, didn't have Pablo. There. Oh yeah, the one that's better than this that you guys should go listen to. That's why it has a ah. bad name? 
So I have um, theory as a mm-hmm. no name. That's cool. Let's it. move on to Jalen Hurts. But before I do, uh, worth noting on McCaffrey. Also, Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield were factors in the Panthers' offensive ineptitude in the first half of the season. But I sure. digress. Way to go, let's, Charlie. Let's talk about the Eagles. Do you guys think they should play Jalen Hurts next weekend? Yes. No. I go yes because my understanding is that the number one seed in like the NFL playoffs is the most important version of the number one seed that exists in sports. But now I feel like Bill's going to give me some numbers that tell me that it's not actually as important as I think. Nah, no, I no, Bill. Bill never used the numbers. He's a field guy. He's a gut dude. He's like, what I'm feeling him? What's bubbling? What's bubbling I'll, in my guts? I'll, 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 I'll go with my gut. And I will tell you that I think the Eagles can win without Jalen Hurts against the New York Giants next oh. week. Because the Giants yeah. have yeah, nothing to play for. They are locked into the sixth seed. Maybe there's that weird revenge thing from a couple of years ago where the Eagles basically stopped trying with Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter of that game and pushed the commanders into the playoffs at seven and nine. But I think pretty much everyone from that team is gone or close to gone at this point. So I don't think they really care all that much. I think they care about keeping Saquon Barkley, the only thing keeping their offense going most weeks, healthy for the postseason. Daniel Jones, who actually looked really good last time we saw him, healthy for the postseason against a very fierce Eagles pass rush. I think the Giants play their backups. And I know last week it felt like Minshew mania was looking maybe a little like tulip mania and and defaulting. But I think Gardner Minshew is a very solid quarterback and they can win while resting Jalen Hurts against the Giants. Yeah, you're braver than me. Uh, It's not a risk (laughs) that I'd be willing to take. Get this win, get this by. Uh, I know I, I understand that the Giants don't have much to play for and they will be resting players, but mm-hmm. I don't trust Minshew. He doesn't seem trustworthy. And <laughs> <laughs> they need to win this game. And that's you can get Jalen Hurts a little bit more rest in the week off. Like they should have won in one of these other two previous games. I guess really last week, the Saints. You yes. had your chance, Minshew. You had mm-hmm. your chance and you blew it. Now we got to bring Jalen back. But can't you can't you do the thing where like you start Jalen Hurts and then yes. you bench him when the game gets out of reach, like at halftime or like the second quarter, if it's so obvious? Get it out or, of reach then, or or vice versa, right? Couldn't you leave Jalen Hurts active and only go to him if you need him? Nope. No. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? I guess I don't like that. <laughs> okay, that's oh, a good reason. So, so, like I, I, it feels like, and this is uh, just like old school football mentality mm-hmm. stuff is you don't dress your starting quarterback and not put him out there. That just, it's weird to me. You dress it. You, you, if he can play, you start mm-hmm. the man. I don't know if it's something that I made up about the impact that it <laughs> has on the team, but it's like, if my guy is healthy enough to put his clothes mm-hmm. on, he mm-hmm. need to be out there throwing footballs okay. and scoring touchdowns and beating the Giants. Okay, two questions. Number one, I have not seen the Eagles' sideline. Is Jalen Hurts naked on the sideline these past oh, couple yeah. weeks? Oh, yeah. You know Blood what? That, yeah. that should be intimidating, frankly. I'm surprised the Eagles <laughs> did not beat the Saints if that was the case. Um, number two, we saw this with the Rams, didn't we, a couple of years ago, where they had Jared Goff active 
but not playing. John Wolford started that playoff game against the Seahawks. He got hurt in the first quarter. Jared Goff came in, led them to a victory. And we were all kind of like, well, why didn't you just put him in to start? What does that tell us about the Rams? And it told us that they didn't like Jared Goff no more. So (laughs) exactly, I I am inclined to think that you're right about this topic and maybe they should start Jalen Hurts if he's healthy. So I think you talked me out of leave him on the bench as a factor. You you talked yourself out of it. that's true. That's Just fair. Left but, here on an island because of Dominique's like mean dad rules about who yes. gets to dress up for football games. Hey, yes. Hey, hey, don't put it on if you ain't trying to play. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo, your time is now. All right. Okay. So, okay. Josh and Norman, your coffee shop is called Dark Roasts because you're a corner. Well, is that, 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 that's not meant racially. Mm. But it is meant to be okay. sad, like you're getting that, roasted as a That's what that racist Tom Hanks character does in that movie. Oh, Bill, what a hero. You saved Pablo from the awkward silence that I was going to force him into um, after saying dark roast. I was just going to stare silently, but you made I a mean, joke. That's pretty good on paper. Okay. Pretty good on paper. Okay. What's, what was the other one? Um, Rock Purdy screenplay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Um, yeah, he's gonna go with the easy. He's gonna go. Yeah, I'm, easy. I'm gonna go with a with a joke, but I'm oh no, out, like, what? That not, not not I thought, easy. You, I thought you were gonna go pretty good or something or, like that, or, or Mr. Relevant. Uh, all the, I think yeah, all, Mr. All, Relevant. All the all the pretty horses. Double entendre now, given what I said before. Oh, okay. Gross, but okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sort I think of that's... his nickname. I didn't make it. <laughs> I've had enough of him. You, what was the last one? The last one where you were supposed to name your own segment where you, at the end of the show, you uh, report Just back. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Justify your existence. I like that. I think you did it. You named it for him. It's called Justify Your Existence. That's a good name. The end. That's a good name. There we go. Happy Bill to be justified. Thank you for being here. You're the best. Thanks for being better at the game that's about me than I am. So I imagine it's pretty good to be Spencer these days. Like your sport, Spencer, seems to be like, is it the best version of itself? Should we just jump into that right now? I just think of like what you're thinking about whenever I watch college football. Because I'm having fun, so I can only imagine what your brain, like your sort of like uh, imaging map, what your MRI is looking like when you watch these games. Tulane beat USC. So yes, we are currently at peak college football. (laughs) I don't want to talk about like, oh, the sport is so healthy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about whether I'm happy. And Tulane beat USC and TCU beat Michigan and Georgia and Ohio State staged a classic that ended like literally at midnight. I'm good right now. How's Florida? Florida. (laughs) We're on the way. We're improving. Mm, we'll we'll like get back that. to you on that. Like Once you that. come back to me like in two to three, I know you're high off a of Mayo Bowl win. Ooh, we say, drunk on that Dukes, baby. Mm. Yeah, I know that you're high. By the way, shouts out to the person who actually talked Mike, who actually poured Mayo on Mike Loxley and left uh, without getting off the floor. Good job. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Oh, we swimming in that thick white stuff. <laughs> Go Turks. I mean objectively speaking the stuff is thick it is white and it is delicious i mean i, I duke's no mayo jokes. i was converted via was, college football i will steer you away from this absolutely repellent line of of uh questioning just by saying this 
I am surprised and pleased by how the college football <laughs> playoff semifinals played out. Look at me playing to the question. There you go. Um, wow. Alabaster's yeah, pet is what you are. Uh, mm. For the for the moment, if only to steer away from a stream of rancid mayonnaise. I was <laughs> most surprised by, and I shouldn't be at this point, but I was most surprised by TCU beating Michigan because I'm going to be basic, but also this is just what TCU does. Like it's just what they do time in and time out. They are they are the Schrodinger's cat of teams. I do not know whether they are alive or dead. Oh. They surprise whatever happens when you open the box. I don't know what's in there, uh, except they keep winning. That That's it, right? Like every time I think that they are out of luck, they turn over another draw four in the great game of college football, Uno. I like co watching college football, particularly – with a team like TCU is I come in, I parachute in for the big games. So of course I'm gonna be mm -hmm, here for that right. game, you know? And like, I don't know names. I don't know who's good. It's like, oh, they got a cornerback that's supposed to be really good. Let me watch him. And I find mm -hmm. out throughout the course of the game and I'm watching the scheming and I'm projecting to the NFL, like whose name I'm gonna have to remember. And I lost all stream of that because the game was so damn fun. Or it's just like, I don't know what's gonna happen. This is great. I kept expecting Michigan like take control of this game, but it seemed clear that that wasn't gonna happen. They aren't better than them. Well, this is this is where Spencer, your Schrodinger's cat theory feels also like a cop out because it just seems mm -hmm. like there's no way to explain how it is that TCU dropped 41 and three quarters on a team that hadn't given up more than 27 points. Like, oh, I can explain. Season. Max Duggan is the first step in doing that. Step two is Quentin Johnston, their star wide receiver. Uh, Kendra Miller, step three, their outstanding running back, who, though doubtful for the title game, might be one of the strongest players in college football. Uh, at about a body weight of somewhere around 195, 200, he squats 620 pounds uh, around <laughs> in that neighborhood. You know, give or take, you know, 20 in either direction. He's basically an ant. And <laughs> there are good players, and TCU has had good players on their roster. The thing that they did is they force Michigan into mistakes, right? You score some points, you get them pressing, and suddenly J.J. McCarthy's going to keep throwing you the ball. And that's what they managed to do. They've done this with most of the opponents that they've faced, is taking them, making them deeply uncomfortable, and then running off points when they needed to. Do I think they can do this against Georgia? Yeah, ride it. All I have is the evidence that we have, right? And the evidence is that TCU is a really good football team that's capable of put, making you deeply uncomfortable. The question for me, anytime anyone mentions Georgia, mm -hmm. can the opponent block them? And the answer for Ohio State was, yeah, most yeah. of the time. And so it can be a good game because Georgia's as talented as they are. They have a quarterback who can make key plays but does not like feel like he's going to put this game out of reach. And what um. they do – no, mm, this is it. Listen, we're going to go ahead. I, I just want to cut you off and say this. This is a Stetson Bennett respecting quadrant here. Okay? I'm not disrespecting <laughs> Stetson sport. Bennett. No, I will say nothing bad about that man because against Ohio State, with very little time on the clock, made two of the meanest, coldest throws that True. he's made in his entire career over some difficult coverages, particularly this one seam throw that got them into the red zone. Fair. Every time, again, this is why I think this is an ideal matchup because. There are a lot of factors here to which I say, 
it should not work, and yet it moves. That's what you keep seeing with TCU as a team and with Georgia at the quarterback spot where I keep saying I don't think he's capable of this, and he keeps leveling up. Before I get you to answer the ultimate question that will decide mm -hmm. the game, can they block Georgia's defensive line, I would like to ask, was J.J. McCarthy watching the watching TCU celebrate and then promising to get Michigan back next year. Was that cool or was that corny? Mm. Cause I'm, um, a, I'm a jaded asshole. And I was like, get out of here. With it's this, a thing, but it's a thing. No, but hold on. We've seen this across sports, right? We saw, um, we saw Duran and Harden and Westbrook do it when they lost to the heat in the finals. Like the whole thing, we will have our revenge. We what saw uh, Stefan Diggs do what it, I believe, was to that? the Chiefs. What that year? Was, you know, in the, KD uh, still has no championships. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say storming in. I, I will Hater. say this. If if you're going to say anything about whether you're going to make it back, that's what you have to say because the alternative is this. Eh. <laughs> you can't say, <laughs> J.J. McCarthy, are you going to lead Michigan back? <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah, we'll see. But the but the whole thing of like allow me to strap myself in front of the demon god that is loss and take all of this punishment. It's like also you probably got the gist. You know, <laughs> you're you're yeah, out there. Pretty big bummer. Yeah. All right. I guess maybe I'm just a jaded jerk. All right. To the <laughs> to the real question at hand. Mm -hmm. Can they block them? You don't have the answer to that, do you? They can throw on them. I know that. Oh. Yeah. I know that because Ohio State passed for almost 350 yards. And teams have been able to move the ball through the air on them. I was the, gonna, thing, yeah. the thing that you're going to have to do more than anything else, and I'm just going to put it on them, we're all going to have to respect Stetson Bennett to the point where you make him a focal point of the game plan defensively, where you have to unsettle him and force him into mistakes. That's what you have to do. I dare you to overestimate his capabilities i dare you <laughs> to actually pay him the respect that he deserves as a starting quarterback and make him a cornerstone of everything you want to do defensively annoy him confuse him force him into mistakes because i know which one of these two quarterbacks i'm more scared of okay and it's max duggan because if if he decides to go ahead and play braveheart which he has done on several occasions this season like taking up 87 yards out of an 87 yard uh, game-tying drive, or nearly game-tying drive against Kansas State, the Big 12 Championship. I've seen that, okay? That's the person I'm afraid of on a streak. The person I'm afraid of across the course of a game is Stetson Bennett. So go ahead, pay him the amount of respect he deserves. Take him seriously enough that you are going to attack him and not worry about the whole can we block them thing. It's a bit late for that. You're here. <laughs> okay. Well, I, 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 I want to. I want to know more though about like how I can like reduce Max Duggan and Stetson Bennett to like these characters in a comic book. Like, what are their superpowers? Like, what do they do? Because you're talking about them in a borderline mythological way, and mm -hmm. these are two players. To be clear, I did not think it was anything close to mythological when the season started, but now apparently they are. Um. Yeah. So I think the way to think about it is that. Max Duggan would be Wolverine, specifically in uh, the movie uh, Logan, where ooh, he gets the uh, the special juice so that, that he doesn't feel old anymore. He goes like one last, He he can do that yeah, like once or Wolverine. twice a game. Just have you know where I'm going to score, and he just manages to will them down. And he's very good at finding the guy who is open in the flat and gets way more yardage than he's supposed to. Oh, like, like a little like, kid as a friend. Yeah, I was about to say, spots. who's the little girl? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, little girl. That's, that's the the little the little badass girl is Quentin Johnston. No, that doesn't uh, work. Quentin Johnston's way way better yeah, than that. But anyway, two, with the two blades. Oh, yes, right. two blades. Spoiler two blades. alert: she has blades too. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's as close as I can get for Max Duggan. If you want the character for Stetson Bennett, let's see. Ant Man. You continually <laughs> underestimate him, and he ends up saving the world. <laughs> he ends up doing the thing where he's a giant, and it's like, wait a minute, you're Ant Man. Why the you do the that's, giant oh, thing remember, when you're Ant-Man. like, that's yeah, Ant Man's pet, Ant Man's pedigree is like, like, well, I did some time and I came from the hard streets, and you know, I'm smart, but I, I, I took a roundabout way to get here. That's very much Stetson Bennett. That's Joan College's, Jones College's finest, okay, <sighs> a junior college transfer, right, with no other offers, who ends up being a national title winning quarterback, okay, that's and fair. you're gonna go, I can't see him, he's too small. No, that's the guy. That's the guy who's no, going to save just, everybody on the super team. The Avengers. Just, that's the rest of Georgia Ross, yeah, right? <laughs> I love that. I mean, I I should have more Those respect for Stetson Bennett because I, as I only parachute in the in on the big games, I've only seen Stetson Bennett be good. Yeah, only I'm just win. I'm yeah. just I'm just listening to how everyone else treats Stetson Bennett and looking at his headshot and like, nah, not that dude. He's that mm -hmm. man. Well done. I'm still, it, it, Fox, I'm still laughing about the idea of coming into that press conference and being like, guys, I think we're third next year. Third of the Big Ten East. No, there's, uh, a, there's another way yeah. to do it other than we'll be back. It's no, like, I mean, think, I'm, I'm thinking ReliaQuest Bowl, guys. How do you feel about Citrus Bowl? Is like that good? That. I like that. Just, yeah. Let's be, let's, low expectations. Debatable. I want a bowl where no, no. the swag is lawn care equipment. <laughs> Yeah, I want free lawn. Bad bad boy that. Bowers Bowl, baby. We, we can go to the we can go to the Big Apple, the Capital <laughs> College Football, New York City. Oh, this man. is actually a good good here. segue. Can I ask you guys about the the Jim Harbaugh news, which he might be going back to the NFL and leaving Michigan? Should he? Should he leave Michigan for the NFL? Ooh, so should as if we are Jim Harbaugh, or we're making decisions on behalf of ourselves, and we can mm. control puppeteer, if you will, Jim Harbaugh? Because for me, if I want more. Oh oh oh. Nope, not if you're Jim Harbaugh. Whatever you were about to say. <laughs> no, it, why not? Why why shouldn't he go? That's. I mean, my thing is, I want more the adventures of Jim Harbaugh being a profound weirdo. And I feel like in Michigan, we've gotten the gist. Speaking of gists, like what else is there? I mean, obviously, win a national title, but like in general, right? He's done the things that he was allegedly unable to do. And now I would love to, Dominique, you wouldn't love to see Jim Harbaugh try and reboot himself and try to like summon Andrew Luck for like one last job. Like nope. you don't want to see this happen. You don't no. want to see him walk into Russell Wilson's office and have to like beg him to like no. want to hire him. Well, right now I think he's tied to the, to the Panthers, right? So no, thank you. I'm good on that. Like that's the only team that he's met with at this, or I think, right. Is what's the report right now? He's that, been linked right. to the Panthers, right. Cardinals, and Texans. Okay, so no, 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 and no. I mean, honestly, the NFL does not need Jim Harbaugh. College needs Jim Harbaugh. The Big Ten needs Jim Harbaugh. We've been waiting for Michigan, Ohio State to mean something. We've been waiting for Michigan to, like, be competitive. And it's taken longer than anyone expected, or at least anyone in Ann Arbor expected, but they've come off back-to-back -back wins against Ohio State. That game is a game that I watched this year. It's a game that I cared about. It's a game that I'm looking forward to next year, and I would like to continue to look forward to that. Like, stay, build something, win a championship.
Alabaster. Tell me why I'm well, right. I need to – I'm going to appeal to your sensitivities here. Oh. I know someone who needs Jim Harbaugh, Dominique. And you know he needs Jim Harbaugh. No, he doesn't. Russell Wilson needs Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> That's someone who needs him. That's what I'm saying. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Because I don't think needing Jim Harbaugh is a thing that anyone can have. Like, I don't think <laughs> anyone can need Jim Harbaugh. If, like, if you need some Jim Harbaugh, by the way, come back in 20 minutes. Let me know how much much more exposure to Jim Harbaugh you need. Exactly. That's a lot of of intensity, and that's a lot of Jim Harbaugh. You know, Jim Harbaugh, by the way, is vanilla. And by that, I do not mean the classic stereotype of vanilla as being a bland flavor. I mean something that overwhelms everything in the dish if you put it in there. Okay? That is a vanilla extract. That used gently. Okay? The thickest, whitest stuff. (laughs) Oh, we're back. Vanilla extract isn't actually white. I know. Yeah, it's, but, it's more of a brown. it's more of a, a khaki. Honestly, I will say this. Mm. Speaking of the khakis with Jim Harbaugh, if he wants to try it, he's fifty nine. He's fifty nine. Oh. If he wants to get back to the NFL, and I will khakis. remind you, came this close, this close to winning a Super Bowl. If he wants to give it another run, this mm. is the time to do it. Stolen from him <laughs> by his own brother. Talk about That's people who don't want so Jim Harbaugh good. around. Like God, that is that is the <laughs> ultimate brother move is yeah. to steal a Super Bowl from your brother. Oh, oh it's fantastic. Mm. I would never you know they don't let each other up about that, right? Like if it gets a little tense around the table, that knife's mm. coming out every time. I, I would use it all the time if I was John. Like mm-hmm. oh no, you can have it. I got a Super Bowl. You can have that last piece. <laughs> It's fine. I'm, no, I'm good. Jim Jim Harbaugh literally crying over spilled milk in that relationship. <laughs> he, he, yes. would, he would, too. He's a big fan of milk. If, if any were spilled, it's a tragedy to him. So he says in December, I will be back enthusiastically coaching the Wolverines 2020. I mean, but this is the thing. Like the character, like, part of the character of him is this. It's this. It's the whole like footsie with the NFL every single year. And mm-hmm. I mean, anything that a coach says is a lie or it just happens to mistakenly become true. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think that he knew or meant it or said it. And I don't think anyone, they, they've they done this massive thing. All coaches got together and was like, let's lie so much that no one's even mad at us because they expect us to lie. Yeah, You know, it like I, I, at a certain point, we used to get mad at people for saying this and then going back on it. Now we're just like, y'all know he lying, right? Yeah, he lied. All right, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Go on, let's keep going. And so I, I don't know. I, I want them to stay. They're interesting and fun right now. There's the there's the question, and I think it's an interesting one, of, of what is what else is he going to get out of Michigan? Because Michigan needs him desperately. They've beaten Ohio State twice in a row. That is a drug they will pay for mm-hmm. at any rate. They will mm-hmm. pay anything that they want for that. So it, it's possible that in the shake of in the shakeout of I'm interested in an NFL job, that Harbaugh manages to get ridiculous concessions from Michigan on whatever he likes. Now, I can't imagine what that would be at this point. If you're familiar with this contract, it's pretty luxe. And there's a lot of nice little perks in there. Uh, there was a like lucrative life insurance benefit thrown in there. It just They've done a lot to keep him. They might have wait, to do more wait, to keep wait. him. I, I, the, the, is, is this just a Harbaugh? Is this a Big Ten thing where part of your luxurious package involves a life insurance policy? That is like the most, that, that is the most <laughs> Midwestern, like, oh, we'll throw in an insurance policy. It'd be pretty nice. Stacks free if it's term. It's very huh? secure and reliable. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Secure and reliable. But they really, they have 
they might have to do some concessions that they haven't even sort of really planned for in terms. But I can't imagine what more that is when people say he's using it as leverage. He might be. For what? But at the same time, I think the the interest is real because it's always been real for him. And I think he does have some – he can look at Michigan and say, I left it in a vastly better place than I found it. Vastly. Like yeah. they have – I mean, they he, have if he goes up. to the NFL, um, he can come back to Michigan if it doesn't work out. Yeah, at this point, absolutely. Mm. He could probably – honestly, he could probably just go there for six months and be like, ah, it doesn't feel right. Show up in August. That's fine. <laughs> they take him. <laughs> Oh. I'm rooting for that now. I'm rooting for that. I want Jim Harbaugh to be the Deion Sanders playing two sports, coaching two sports simultaneously. They would let him. Oh, I thought you were just saying saying that he would stay at a school and then okay, go somewhere else. <laughs> but that wouldn't be Deion Sanders. He didn't originate that move. He just looks better doing it than anyone else. Oh, there it is. I was like, wow, are we about to land on a, uh, ser- a searing criticism? Nope. Nope. No, there's, there's Dominique. I love DBs. Deion Sanders is, is the godfather of modern NFL swag. Everything that guys do in the league is all the cool stuff. Feels like it's all derivative of Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders built the Georgia Dome. The Georgia Dome built the Peach Bowl. The Peach Bowl built the semifinals. So Deion Sanders is this year's college football champion. Congratulations, Deion. <laughs> <laughs> 